on top of that, you know, I know you're going to get into this in a little bit, but uh, coupled with the fact that we're totally fine hiring anybody wherever, wherever they live. So if they're, you know, they're in their hometown in Tennessee and they happen to have Salesforce experience and they know a little about InsureTech and they want to join us, I'm fine with that. You know, if they're cool with the fact that they may have to travel to visit us maybe once a quarter to do a product strategy meeting, you know, once we can travel again, <laughs> um, yeah. I'm fine with them working remotely. So that's been great. Okay, I am pleased to be here today with Jennifer Carroll. She is the Chief Executive Officer at Varuna. Jennifer, welcome. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Very much appreciate you uh, spending a bit of time with us. And so I'd like to start off with just asking a bit about your background. Yeah, so unlike a lot of folks that work with some of the modern insured tax that have a really deep, you know, 20 plus years experience in the insurance industry, I actually hail from the technology industry. So I moved to Austin about 10 years ago with a technology startup that was kind of like a B2B SaaS play. And I've been, I've been playing in that space ever since. And so I've worked with other um, B2B SaaS companies over the years. Um, I am an attorney. Um, it's always good to have a backup plan when your startup <laughs> doesn't succeed. <laughs> and um, and because of that, because of the conjunction of working with tech startups, with the an actual tech startup itself, and then also being an attorney, um, I've practiced law helping tech startups for the last 10 plus years. And, and so how did that ultimately lead you to Varuna? Well, I was actually advising another insure tech startup um, in Austin when they knew the guys on the board at Varuna, and they were looking for a strategic advisor around particular particular topics. And so they brought me on as, as a strategic advisor. And as I was laying out some growth plans and strategy plans, uh, the board asked if I could just come in-house and actually implement some of those. Um, not having ever been the sole leader of an organization, I sort of jumped at the chance to actually you know, put my money where my mouth is and actually try to implement all of that advice I'd been giving other tech startups over the last 10 years. There's a magical mix. And you talk to any venture capitalist or any investor, there's a magical mix of things that have to happen uh, for a startup to be successful. And when I looked at Varuna, I saw all of those things together, right? Um, there was a definite market need for a better agency management system. The, the timing was good. People right now are really starting to take chances on insurance technologies. They're eager. The, the industry is is slowly evolving in a lot of ways. And um, I just thought we were going to, you know, and they just needed help executing on a few things. And I thought there was just a lot of potential. So um, I, I really jumped at the chance to give it a try. And I'm, I'm really glad I did. I'm having a lot of fun um, working with the team and building up a new team. Um, and we're growing rapidly. So it's been, it's been really interesting. I, I joined, um, I joined Varuna in January of 2020. Got it. Maybe you can tell us a bit about how the business fits into the overall InsureTech landscape. The belief when Varuna was created was that there needed to be an accessible, um, new, totally rethought agency management system um, for a modern age. They were really focused on integrations, uh, the ability to customize, and they were really focused on people being able to get their, at their data and, and be able to access it and report on it. Along those lines, that was kind of the impetus behind creating Varuna. And so we'll, we continue to try to develop our product along those lines. So we're serving independent insurance agencies, but um, as well, we have MGAs and brokers on our system. We have agency arms of carriers uh, utilizing our system. It's been a lot of fun. And so you were brought in to take over the CEO seat. You know, were there things that you 
identified and, and, and then put in place uh, in order to sort of build resiliency in the organization? Uh, we've we've really increased communications a lot. So we put we put into biweekly all hands meetings where we just went over updates and we tried to keep it like a really positive beat. So the purpose of it is to recognize um, behaviors that embody our our mission, our core values, right? So it's to give shout outs to fellow team members and demonstrate how people are doing really well. And and we're trying to encourage employees to take more breaks during the day, like step away from your computer, like literally take a lunch, like that's an hour long, go somewhere else. Don't be in front of your computer. Don't do work. Spend time with your families, (laughs) you know, that kind of a thing. So that's been helpful. Um, Another thing too, so when I came on board, I implemented a cash bonus system with targeted goals for teams to work on. So I kind of redid the structure of the company and moved people into various different smaller team segments. So there was much more ownership and confidence in knowing about what you needed to do and focus on. And each of those have team leads. And then the team leads would look at like specific goals and and we would would kind of share it with everybody in a shared environment. So sometimes just being able to focus on sort of immediately within your sphere of things that you can handle is helpful to deal with change, you know? In, in, in terms of this topic, corporate resiliency um, and, you know, the particular type of resiliency that's needed in a fast-paced, high-growth environment, you know, were there, were there, were there things that you were looking for uh, amongst existing members? You know, how, how did you approach that or how have you approached that? People that show traits of resiliency are also the kind of more along the lines of the types of people you want to work with a tech startup. I mean, I literally had somebody who, like, was took a, a like a Wi-Fi hotspot and like went into their closet during a hurricane that came up the East Coast in order to get some documents out. So you want people who are super high energy, um, who are creative and they're smart. They're pers- they're persistent to get the answer right. The thing that's been helpful for us is just being able to sell those people that are interested on you know, working with an early stage startup and having the opportunity to make a super huge difference in the industry, right? So we're still at the stage where those people that are coming on board, the decisions they make and the products they build, the ideas they have, you know, we're able to implement and and fundamentally, you know, change offerings that can affect a lot of people in the industry. So, you know, how do you, uh, from a leadership point of view and understanding, you know, that employee wellness piece, make sure... Um, you're aware of uh, different people's pulse and when they may be hitting a tipping point where it's just too much? So I've been very, very pleased with my entire team and the way that they've been able to tackle the problems that COVID has, has placed in front of them. I mean, but the stress from having to be in charge of you know, taking care of their children, or we have some that have like young children at home, you know, it was just, it's totally different, but like everyone has risen to the challenge. You know, some people went to different work times to adjust so that parents could shift between things. Um, and others were just, you know, we're trying to think of ways to just be more connected to one another because maybe they don't have any kids at home. Um, but it's really hard to be just working all day long and not having spending time with other people. Right. And we can't discount the fact that that absolutely affects mental health, emotional health and physical health. A simple thing that we did was just, you know, people were concerned about commitments they had during the day for some of their children's schooling and, you know, arrangements like that. And we said, you guys, you know, all we said to them was like, you guys, that's a priority right now. We understand that you have to do that. You have to take care of them. 
please, please, please just block out that time in your calendar. You know, all of a sudden I saw these little, I see little blocks now on my employees times when I go to schedule meetings and they have it scheduled out. They're just right down there. They just say, Hey, I'm doing school stuff or my kids are at lunch or whatever. Hey, fine. Right. And we just, we don't schedule anything during that time. So they're not missing out. They're not missing, you know, they're not missing anything. They don't feel like, you know, they have to be defensive about it. I said, you guys, that's totally fine. And, um, it's kind of maybe brought us all a little closer together. You know, having, I think one part of resilience is having people who are passionate about what you're doing, right? You know, in terms of either finding people who have that passion or engendering that as part of the culture or the core values of the organization, are there things you've done to try to try to drive that? I spend a lot more time explaining myself um, about why why I put something into place or why we're doing something new, and um, and hopefully that encourages other others to do the same. And I try to really bring them back together and understand that when somebody does something, you know, it really impacts uh, others. And, and I'm trying to mentor each of my team leads um, to think a little bit more startup like so I give them each a little assignments like either like books to read that are like best practices startup books or articles or exercises that are leadership exercises um but really focus in the in the startup frame uh frame of frame of mind you know just for example one of my employees I was like you know what I'm like I don't know if you've done one of these before but I want you to do a strengths well weaknesses and trends analysis for this upcoming strategy meeting that you have and I was like I want you to find quiet time, you know, don't have anything else going on, you know, sit outside in your, in your lawn and, you know, have some lemonade and just think, think through this. I'm like, if you've never done this before, I'm like, I think this is going to be really good for you, you know, and long-term growth, right? Cause I want to grow them to leaders. And I think by them each taking ownership of that, they can start to then mentor their employees, um, you know, their direct reports a little bit better. And, and we've seen some of that, like um, my, one of my customer success leads mentioned that he's like, you know, he's like, I've been really trying to think about it. He's like, I wish I had the metrics for it, which I love hearing. Cause I'm, I'm always yeah. about like metric, messing metrics, you know, for startups. He's like, I swear. He's like the, the tickets we're getting are less, they're less like, is this a thing? How do I do it? Question. They're more technical or they're more like high level questions. He's like, I think it's really helped, you know, and he's, he's and, you know, and he makes that observation. And he's like, and that gets him excited. He's like, what more could we do there to help continue to get us to the level where we're really only servicing, you know, known like issues or bugs or, you know, we're not answering questions that something that somebody could have learned by taking the training, right. Or having their admin take the training so that they could have answered them. So that right. kind of cross-functional, learning and growing together is I think what's going to really help solidify the culture long term. All right, great. So I think we'll wrap up on that. So Jennifer Carroll, Chief Executive Officer at Varuna, very much appreciate you being on today and wish you best of luck moving forward. Thank you very much, Joshua.